Welcome to Football with Susan. This is the sound of the crowd going wild. Football with Susan would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Wadawurrung people and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. My name's Catherine and in this podcast I interview my mum Susan about her beloved Geelong Cats and how they're going across the 2021 AFL season. Hello Catherine, hello, hello. Cats fans. Hello mother. And footy fans in general. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yes, I've yeah. found a spot in the sun. Great. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a bit of sun for the moment coming through this window and I've put the heater on so that I'm toasty. Well, that sounds delightful. Mm. Uh, I too am sitting near, very near a heater and just had a very long shower because it was so warm that I couldn't get out again, which is why I'm later than expected to call you. Well, whatever goes, whatever keeps you going. Whatever keeps you going. It's not even winter yet, but whatever no. keeps you going. <laughs> I feel like it's – I think it is. I think it might not be as far as the actual calendar, but I have a feeling that our warm, long, warm summer and east and autumn has gone. Gone away. Yeah, um, I think so. Well, we have two games to discuss yes. today. Um, two, wins. two, two wins. Two wins. Oh, I, I thought you would sound more excited. Oh, Catherine. <laughs> Go on. This is the place. How, how are you feeling? Oh, it was, no, look, I, I've just been thinking about this. I'm trying to keep a lid on it, you know. I'm oh. trying not to overdo my excitement because you know what that does to me. I do. So I'm just trying to keep myself in I hand. I see. So, okay, that's good to know because I thought for a second I had misunderstood and maybe we had a loss, but it is no. you're keeping a lid on it. Okay. No, I'm just keeping a lid on it, Catherine, okay. just keeping a lid on it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look forward to some restrained enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we've come to expect. Um, well, let's talk about the Cats versus Richmond. So Game uh, 8 – at the MCG, yep. Um, yep. and it was a thrashing. Yep. Let's call it a it thrashing. Was, it was a good old-fashioned thrashing. <laughs> Your favourite. It favorite. was so good. It was so good. <laughs> I had I had gone into the um, game. I didn't go to the game. I stayed home, I watched it on the television. Uh-huh. But I had anticipated that it would be be very difficult for us to win because Richmond had been playing okay. Mm-hmm. We were down a few players. We had had a defeat the week before against Sydney, as you remember, in Sydney. <laughs> and uh, I was sort of preparing myself for some disappointment. The game started and the first quarter was terrible and I was yelling at the television, mm-hmm. as I do. And um, What sort of things were you yelling? Give us an insight. Okay, get into it, I would say. Get into it. Get into Pick it. The ball up. Stop fumbling. Look where you're kicking. Okay. Those are the sorts of comments that I was making. Okay, great. As, as other people, the one person who was with me through this whole um, incident could attest that I was 
beside myself. Beside I was yourself. frustrated as all as Richmond was walking all over us and we were standing back and just letting them have it. And I, I think by half, quarter time we were something like 18 points down or something like that. And I'm thinking, oh, no, here we go again. They're not even going to try this week. Oh, I was getting myself into, you know, that negative thinking that I can do sometimes. And then the second quarter started and it was a complete turnaround. Oh, how beautiful it was. Oh, second quarter we kicked 10 goals straight and we were just on fire. What brought on this fire? Well, who knows? I've been trying to work out. Did they get? Did somebody say something to them? Were they threatened with not being paid that week? I mean, (laughs) what was it that changed their attitude? And I think there were some, maybe some subtle changes made to the style of play. Uh, They started taking it back onto their terms, you know, sort of slowing the game down a bit more, being. You know, sometimes Geelong can try and just look too pretty, you know. Instead of just getting the ball and dealing with it, they can sometimes try and be a bit too, you You, know, too much finesse. You want gritty, not pretty. I want gritty, not pretty. That's exactly right, Catherine. And anyway, so they started winning the ball and they became far more intense at the ball when the ball was on the ground, they weren't standing back saying, you have it. No, 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 you have it. They went in and they got it and right. things improved greatly. So ultimately we won by 63 points, which is 10 goals, which is a wonderful result. And you said they got 10 goals in the second quarter. Is that right? I think it was something like that. Right. Don't hold me to it exactly. Because I, will I'm not, never, I'm, I will never be checking. Sometimes I'm a little bit uh, short <laughs> on the detail. <laughs> We'll put that as a byline to the podcast. Susan, football with Susan, short on the detail. Fine. It's more of a feeling thing than a, than an actual, you know, Absolutely. facts and figures. But you know what? I don't even care about the facts and figures, I don't, especially when it comes to sports. Exactly. I'm, more, I'm way more interested in exactly. the, in the yeah, Some people get caught up in all that sort of thing, not me. Absolutely. Go with how it makes me feel. <laughs> and that's why you are a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then was there any significant players, anything you think? Oh, yes, Catherine. Mm. There were, of course, our big um, in for the year, our big recruit, Jeremy Cameron, kicked six goals, two points for mm-hmm. the game. He was absolutely Fantastic! He was, he was just in the air, on the ground, off the boot, through the goals. Oh, <laughs> he was amazing. He was amazing. Like- uh, Hawkins kicked four goals. Gary Rowan's kicked five goals. Do you just Be- have that in your head, or did I, you? No, I actually checked. You checked. Okay. <laughs> Oh, well, we are a more thoroughly researched podcast than even I knew. Great. Well, I, it was just that I, I – it was 10 days ago. Yeah. And I thought maybe I'd just better remind myself Perfect. exactly who played some really good footy. Right. And, of course, the wonderful Cam Guthrie uh, every week. He had 36 disposals, which is a very good number of disposals for the game. He plays in the centre and he has really taken the game on in the last – this is his second year. Last year he was the best and fairest for Geelong. Mm. He got the most points for 
and he was uh, up there in the top 10 for the Brownlow, and this year he's just continued that wonderful form. Very steady, very reasoned, doesn't put on a big show, just gets on and plays the game. Great. Which is exactly what I like to see. That- uh, other good players were Mitch Duncan, Sam Manigola, and in the back line, Jack Henry played an amazing game. He, oh. was, he played a lot, I think, on um, some of the forwards. He was he played. He's very athletic. He just did a fantastic job. Tom Stewart, Zach Tui, the Irishman, he's always fun. He's always he has a lot to say out there. I think he talks some lines. Who's the one and, who's the one with the pink shoes and the long sleeve top? And the long what? He wears a long sleeve top. And pink shoes. Pink shoes. The only long sleeve top one I can think of is perhaps a new player, Brad Close. He wears a long sleeve top. Yeah. I, don't know if he, I don't know if he wears t- pink shoes. I okay. hadn't noticed, well, but maybe he does. Okay. Well, I'm calling him best outfit on ground. If, uh, best outfit on ground? Yeah. Excellent choice, yeah. Catherine. Thank you the very much. Pink shoes seems to be a bit of a thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, cool. That's, yeah, some of the players enjoy their pink shoes. I like that. Um, and fair enough, you can see them coming and they probably run faster in pink shoes. I feel like me and you're probably your niece Lily would agree. Lily would definitely agree about that. Um, My but- granddaughter, you mean. Your what did niece, I say? my granddaughter. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my niece, your granddaughter. That's yes. right. Let's go to a question from the crowd because yes. um, this one is got cut off in the terrible oh. technology that was our last oh, recording. That's right. We, we, had were, we were driving through the hills. That's yes. right. And we had a mm. question from Jared Bates in yes. Fitzroy North. Collingwood supporter, um, yes. Colling- yeah, unfortunately, Collingwood supporter. Um, what are your feelings in, reg- in regards to the current mullet trend in AFL? <laughs> you know, it's one of the ugliest hairstyles that could possibly be existed. Rough. So, All does right. Jared have one at the moment? <laughs> no, Jared, Jared's lost his COVID mullet and gone back to a very fancy hairstylist. Right. I'm, I'm, right. I'm oh. cut. I was his hairstylist for a good six months, but I've been um, out at, Sidelined. Out. What is it? Yeah. Sidelined. Yeah. I've been sidelined, yeah. Um, well, look, I don't like the mullet. I think it's, it's sort of not much for hair do when you've mm. got short on top, long at the back. It often looks a bit straggly and it looks a bit, you know, either have it one way or the other. Okay. You don't need to do that. But either party at the front or business. Wait, either business at the front or party at the back, but one, you can't but have not both. both. Okay. Yeah. You don't need both. You could always put it up in a ponytail if you've got long hair. You don't need to okay. have that. And there's a few of the guys at the moment who seem to be um, thinking that's the right way of doing it, but it's not my cup of tea, really. Yeah, Susan but, says. You know, everyone is allowed to wear their hair as they wish. Mm. I feel well. I don't have to worry about hair anymore. All I have to worry, I don't need to tell anybody else how to wear their hair. I'm not in that role anymore. All I can do is just say, you know, just keep it clean. Keep it clean. I remember that being um, actually uh, the only time I think you ever told me what to do with my hair was when I came home with knits and you said if it happened again, I would have my head, my hair shaved off. And I don't think I ever did come home with knits again. Probably spoken in sheer exasperation. That's right. Oh, the nits used to give me, oh, look, I wouldn't sleep at night worrying about it. I'd see them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I I'm sorry, Catherine. Bet. I probably 
I've probably uh, scarred you for life with that statement, haven't I? Look, I, I, I seem fine. I seem to have come out fine. So we're all good. Um, well, this leads nicely into a second question from the, from the crowd just before we yes. get into um, Friday's game, yes. which is from yes. Kevin Kelly in Highton. And he, um, he asks a question uh, that is similar, actually. He says, tats, exclamation mark. There seem to be more and more cats with tats. What are your thoughts about this creeping increase in flagrant self-expression and its effect on team performance? I think this is an, a question only an English teacher could have composed. I think so too. I can hardly understand it. Would you like I me to reread it or are, you, or are you good? Look, uh, I'm not a big fan of tats. I, no. I just don't think they're, I think they're kind of ugly and I've never really seen one that I liked. And um, I don't know what, what it is that people see that's nice about them. They're there on your skin forever. You can't really, I mean, yes, you can get rid of them, but it's pretty difficult. And I've never really seen the attraction, to be honest. Um, I, oh, it reminds me of when I was a little girl growing up and the only people that had tattoos were the, the Wharfies, you know. Mm, <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's um, not my cup of tea again, really. Okay. And, and on on team performance, don't think it helps. Don't think it helps oh, at all. In fact, intriguing. you know, some of them just look a bit yuck. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll let both um, Megan and Jared hide their tattoos from you in uh, okay. at family occasions. Um, right. Well, Megan, they, they have been hiding them from me for quite some time. <laughs> and um, I just let them continue doing that. All right. And who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe Dad's got some that he's hiding Well, as you well. never know. You never do some know. Some that I've not seen. Well, that's, that's right. you know. Could be interesting. Very interesting. Um, well, let's move into Friday's game. So we yes. had Cats versus St Kilda in Melbourne yep. at Marvel yes. Stadium, which I've never heard of before in my life. It's um, the Dockland Stadium, Catherine. Okay. It's the one at um, the South Southern Cross Station. Did that used to be called Shell? It used to be called Telstra. Telstra Dome. It was, I think it might have been Shell at one stage. Uh, it's called it's called Docklands on okay. the radio because they can't. The ABC is not allowed to use brand names, so they call it the Docklands. Right. I think I saw and Shaggy. And it's the one where you had yeah. your graduation. Did I? Yes, your university graduation was at Ooh. that stadium. Okay, well, me and the Cats and St Kilda at the stadium. Um, yep. Another win. 68 mm-hmm. to 47, so quite a low-scoring yes. game. Um, yes, it was a very low-scoring game. What was the and deal? It was a hard-fought win, and again, I thought uh, Joel Selwood, the captain of the Cats, said it all at the end of the game, that perhaps there'd been a little bit too much celebration after the week before, and mm. perhaps they had not got quite got their head into this game until you know it was getting into the game before they started really showing that they meant it. Also, it, it's an indoor stadium. It's undercover, and, and Geelong hasn't played in that stadium for two years now. Oh. Um, and it's a difficult ground to play because of its undercover. You know, there's no wind. The, the ground, the grass is different. It's a very fast um, ground, I think, where the ball moves very quickly. So it, was a, it took them a while to get used to it all. Okay. Um, that's what I'm told. Anyway, that's what I read and listened to. Well, I was just screaming. For the in, first my very, <laughs> in my very <laughs> thorough one minute of research I did, I saw yes. that Chris Scott said that they were mm. a bit lucky in winning. They um, were. They were because um, St Kilda kicked something like 17 points, five goals, 17 points. 
they, if they had uh, kicked more goals, they would have won the game. Um, Geelong was lucky in the end. In the end, Geelong was the better team, I do think. Okay. And as it being in my rational brain, mm-hmm. um, St Kilda played very well and they had lots of shots of goal. They actually kicked seven points in the game before they even kicked their first goal. I right. mean, it was quite ridiculous. They were dead in front sometimes. They were spraying the ball all over the place. I don't know what they, whether they even practiced, but it was not good for them. And in the end, it cost them the game, really. And Geelong started moving into the game and getting themselves up um, again. The intensity of St Kilda, I think, uh, was surprised them at the beginning because St Kilda was far more intent on getting the ball mm. and dealing with it and Geelong was still, again, standing back, watching, seeing what was happening um, before they finally realised they needed to get on with it. And um, the last quarter, Geelong pretty much took over the game and um, put a few goals on the board in the row and that was it. Right. Yes. And um, this leads into Kevin Kelly's second question oh, from again. the crowd, actually. Oh, yeah. he, busy, he always sends it? me through a, uh, a bloody essay, um, which is actually <laughs> great because they are always really well composed um, and, and, and poignant questions. So he's doing my work for me. So I'm fine well, with it. Yes. Um, his question is this uh, St Kilda really came out firing. How that do you is. think you handled the pressure? No, I didn't handle the pressure at all. <laughs> I had to read that one a couple of times because I thought it was a football-related question. Then I realised it was a uh, Susan Kelly-related question. <laughs> oh no, I was I was jumping up and down and yelling at the television again, and I see. Um, you know, just being a bit uh, revolting. And uh, Kevin, of course, sits there and says absolutely nothing through the whole game. I yeah. don't know how he can watch a game He's probably meditating like I do when I watch football, just kind of mm-hmm. watching it happen but not really taking it in. Well, I think that's possible, but <laughs> it also is probably not as emotionally invested in it as absolutely. I tend to be. And um, <laughs> no one I was be. just getting very worked up uh, about the whole thing. And, you know, I can't blame anybody but the, the players themselves. They just weren't really um, informed. I see. And were there any particularly disappointing moments or that um, where you thought it wasn't going to happen? Well, we were down, but we were losing the game at half time. I mean, we think we're about five points down, and we had let them get ahead, and we didn't seem to be able to stop the ball moving quickly, which is what they were wanting to do, and mm. we were trying to slow it down a bit so we could control the ball a bit more, control the game um, in our own way. So, yeah, at halftime, I said to, I did say to your father, we will lose this game mm-hmm. because it's just not really um, – it wasn't good. Right. And I thought, isn't that typical? We play this brilliant game the week before and then the next week they drop, the, drop their bundle. Mm. And anyway. so the mm. next game is oh, is Friday, uh, Saturday afternoon. Gold Coast Saturday Suns. Afternoon is the Gold Coast Suns. Never heard yes. of them either. Um, is that they, just that's Gold Coast, they, isn't it? Never heard of the Gold Suns Coast, before. Yeah, Queensland. Yes. Oh, Catherine, where have you been? I don't know. I, I remember when the Dockers were new. Um, yes. Well, in, that's Fremantle. Well, in, that was a long time four. ago. Now, yeah, yes. it's still the newest team in my head. <clears throat> Getting back to the. Uh, the previous question, though, I hadn't quite oh, finished sorry. about the pressure. Sorry, I Mom. did have to take a little walk in the last quarter. Mm-hmm. I did, with my pyjamas on and my 
slippers on. I put my coat over the top and out I went, walked up and down the street. I think I missed the last 10 minutes of the game. I see. And then I decided I could come home and face the music. just didn't want to watch it happening. I just wanted to come in at the end and know that if they won or they lost, but that that was going to be how I was going to manage it. You could have a little signal. I did a little bit of walking. Okay. Looking, I looked at the stars. Ah, well, it sounds like a close game is quite good for fitness, for looking at, at some beautiful stars. That's right. That's, That's right. Okay. Just getting a bit of night entertainment. Beautiful, yes. lovely. Um, mm. Any exciting moments? Oh, look, exciting moments. So, oh, let me think. Look, there were some good goals at the end. Mm. Jeremy. Jeremy Cameron didn't do anything really much on Friday night, so he went from a brilliant game the week before to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a few good good players. I think uh, Cam Guthrie again, thirty six possessions again for the game. He was fantastic. Um, I thought Gary Rowan took a few few really good marks. Um, Tui kicked the ball from the back of the ground right through to almost the full forward at one point. So he did. That was an amazing kick. So there were some. There were some good, good individual um, moments throughout the game. Yes. Okay. Now, actually, Megan um, Kelly from Eaglemont has asked a question, which from Eaglehawk. I, yes. Oh, sorry, Eaglehawk. Um, not Belmont. Eaglehawk. Uh, do you? How do you deal with the difference in play? Oh wait. Ha- Wait, is that the question? Well, hopefully it is because it's what's written down. How do you deal with the difference in play between the Richmond and Geelong St Kilda games? Oh, I just get frustrated. I just, I, I just felt that they were, um, they, they obviously their brain wasn't switched on, and, and they had still been out partying. I mean, after mm. the Richmond game, not that I would expect that a professional football team would be doing that in the middle of the year. Mm. But obviously perhaps there was some sort of letdown where they um, just psychologically they were not quite prepared for another game at this point. Um, Oh, I deal with it very poorly, Catherine. That seems to be the theme. All right. I'm I'm realising that these are some very on-point questions. I'm unforgiving. I just expect it to be perfect every week. Absolutely. Well, you know, you're paying your membership. You yep. deserve to win. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Is that true? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I pay. We pay our money, and we expect the best. Okay. <laughs> I'm realizing that these questions are more on point than I realized uh, because I didn't understand that before, and now it seems to be very thoroughly covered. Um, we have a question, uh, which is, I think, a co-written question. Let's say between Megan Kelly um, from Eaglehawk and Lily Kelly Haynes. Um, ah. Who daughter is, and granddaughter have co-written a question, that's have right. they? Um, and they say, which player displays the most Lily-like characteristics? And Ooh. this, for those who don't realise, Lily is um, three. So three. <laughs> she likes um, to wear pink. She likes to wear pink. She likes to dance. Um, yes. And she likes to make up little songs and sing a lot to herself. Um, I don't know how you'll answer this question. I'm very excited to hear. Well, that's a gee, that's an excellent question, Megan and Lily. The most Lily-like way of doing things. Lily likes to run, mm-hmm. and she likes to jump, and she likes to sing and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she also sometimes loses concentration uh-huh. in what's going on. <laughs> 
So I might um, think that, hmm, oh, gee, I think there could be, I might have to give that to Zach Tui. Oh, great. Why yeah, is that? I might have to give that to Zach Tui. He does sometimes, he does like to jump around and he likes to um, talk a lot and he, li- I don't know about wearing pink. Yeah, there isn't a lot of pink, I don't think, worn. Maybe that other him. guy who wears the pink shoes that I liked. Yeah, well, that's the other. That's that was Brad Close, I think, okay. but right. I'm not Just quite. Just um, uh, Maybe someone in the crowd can answer that question <laughs> for us. Um, but but Zach Tui, uh, twice on Friday night did lose his player, so I would say okay. he perhaps did lose just a little bit of concentration there okay. for a minute. Um, so we could think that maybe he shows uh, uh, some lily-like attributes. Well, what an excellent <laughs> question um, and what an excellent response. Um, I, look, I've got a lot of questions, so I'm just going to keep rolling. This, just keep going. Just this one keep is going. from uh, Bridget Kelly in Belmont. Um, oh, right. She says, who is your favourite non-Cats player? Oh, who is my favourite non-Cats player? Oh, let me think. Oh, who do I not like to play against? That's probably That's more the point. a nice way to put it, yeah. Yes. Um, oh, my favourite non-Cats player is Tim, Tim Kelly, who plays for West Coast Eagles. Because he, he did, did play with us. I see. And I really loved him as a player. Mm-hmm. So he would be one of my favourite non-Cats players. Mm-hmm. Not many do I actually know their name because I don't take that much notice of a player. I see. We don't play for too long. Whose name? Oh, Dustin Martin, who is not a favourite player of mine. So I wouldn't say that he was a favourite player of playing for another team. But, gee, the commentators certainly love him. They think right. he's the... From what I heard just this afternoon, they said that he was the best player in the competition. Wow. I just about choked on my Wheaties, Catherine. I just thought, (laughs) come on. Didn't do a thing last week against Geelong. (laughs) Oh, no. Look, he is a good player, actually. He's a very good player. But um, when they needed him last week against Geelong, he was found wanting. But I say that with a little bit of trepidation because at the end of the year, during the finals, he might completely dis- <laughs> dismantle us. <laughs> I like that. I like that. He may be a favourite of others, but he was found wanting against he Geelong. Was, that's okay. right. And I also like uh, Brody Grundy. That uh, I think that um, Jared would be very pleased to hear that because I he's see. the ruckman for Collingwood. I see. I also like the ruckman for Melbourne whose last name is Gores and whose first name I can't remember, uh-huh. he is also very good. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, last question from the crowd, I think, for today right. um, is from Charith Nandesina in Sydney. Um, oh, and Charith, <laughs> I knew you'd be excited about that. I um, am very excited. Charith went to um, the Sydney Collingwood game yesterday and oh. his question is, do you enjoy it when other teams like Sydney beat Collingwood or is it just Geelong? <laughs> oh, isn't that sad? I, I don't mind anybody beating Collingwood, really. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> but I'm a 
same with Richmond and Hawthorne. I don't mind anybody beating Richmond or Hawthorne. Oh, as well. I see. So, oh, it's not you just know, I, I'm not totally prejudiced against right. um, Collingwood, but they've got a lot of problems at Collingwood at the moment. From a lot of problems, and a, a lot of it's of their own making, and and it's a bit it's a bit sad to see. But you okay. know. Oh, that's the way it is. That's the way it is in yep. love and yep. football. So tell Chaz that um, I was very glad because I, when I turned it on yesterday to listen for a few minutes, it was when Collingwood was beating Sydney, and it sounded like Sydney was being badly beaten. Oh. And I thought well, oh, I could that's have that. I could have that wrong. I'm not. I'm not lying. Uh, my but research then, is no, not. No, 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 no. You won't have it wrong because okay. then at the end of the game, I hear that Collingwood did beat Sydney quite. Easily, and I thought, well, the game must have turned around from the time I had listened until the end. Okay. And then I was quite pleased because I actually picked Sydney in my footy tips. Yes. So it gave me an extra one. Okay. Yep. Well, I, I did not actually. Um, I've, I've maintained picking Collingwood in support of Jared, who I, I know is not even picking his own team, so I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> but I, it's part of my method and I feel like it's got to keep going now. Yes, um, I think so. You, you can't change them in no, I'm, I'm going, I pick Geelong and I pick Collingwood and then I just pick my favourite colours. That's um, right. And so yes. at the moment, oh, well, this this week I'm doing very badly. I, I realised after Bridget told me that um, I was coming last, so I checked again and I'm still last. <laughs> Dad and I are both doing pretty badly, but I'm doing worse. Um, <laughs> Megan's still on top. You're... I'm third. third. I'm midway. Okay. Yeah. At the moment I'm three out of third out of six, so... Okay. And how have yep. you done this week, this weekend so far? I have four out of six at the moment. Ooh. So I'm doing okay. Last week did very well. Okay. Did very well last week. I see. And what was that? What did you I get? I think I got eight out of nine last week. Oh, that's great. That's, I know. That's I know. professional level. That's so, Megan Kelly level. Yes, I know. And it was sheer, oh, I don't Skill. know what it was. Yeah. Sheer skill. <laughs> I picked home teams and I picked teams that were doing generally fairly well. So, okay, okay. And, of course, I picked Geelong, which I always do, yeah. even if I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> hey, I think you've got to. Um, yes. And uh, not everyone to. would, but I think, you know, you want to at least know that you supported your team, even if exactly. they haven't won. Otherwise, you lose Through twice. thick and thin. Yeah. So next week against Gold Coast, it, you know, it's not going to be an easy game. It is in Geelong. Mm-hmm. They have got a home crowd. Uh, Bridget and I will be going to watch and we will have fun in the afternoon. Hopefully um, we should win, but Mm -hmm. now that I've said that, that could put the jinx on them, so I probably should not have said it. All right. I could edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't need to do that. I don't know how, so I will not be doing that. Don't don't you worry. Um, uh, Okay. So is there anything else about this weekend's game you wanted to mention? I didn't really ask you that many questions. So did you have anything you needed to say? No, not really. Um, I think that it was, um, again, a win is a win. Mm -hmm. I think they learn from their mistakes. Yeah. Um, they had uh, some again some new pl- young fairly young players in mm-hmm. who were getting a bit more experience in a tightly fought game, mm-hmm. and um, we're still missing Patrick Dangerfield. So we've got um, a few players yet to come back from injury, and uh, that only means that ultimately the team will be stronger. Great. So it you know even though it was a frustrating game on Friday night, we did end up getting the points. Wonderful. Mm. Um, well, 
Let's ask you this then, Susan. Yep. Out of 10, yes. how likely yes. is it that Geelong will win the Premiership this year? Well, as we are now third on the ladder, Ooh. I'm going to say 7 out of 10. 7? That's that's one more than you – that's the highest so far. That's the highest so far. I think that we have every reason to feel a little – confident without taking the lid off Um, we've still got half a season to go yet anything can happen but um i would be um remiss of me to say being third out of 18 on the ladder that we shouldn't at least be up saying that we've got a shot at it at this stage so would you say if you were cooking it would be like if you got the lid and kind of put it to the side a bit so some steam could come out but, That's right. But the lid is yes. still on. Um, we're still cooking. We're still a, cooking. A, we're yep. still cooking, though. Okay. Yep. We're still cooking. The lid is a little bit too skewy. <laughs> the steam is allowed to rise out. Uh, we have to get the fan going yep. so that we can um, keep the air clear. But um, it's, it's at least bubbling along. There's some good smells in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's great. Well, look, my highlight for this podcast, I think it's the first one of the um, of the season that we haven't had any um, technical problems on my end. So yes. I'm very excited. It, I think I learned something new um, and my computer is intact this week. <laughs> yes. Well, I did so, um, listen back last after the last yeah. one and we did have a few gaps. Quite a few. <laughs> here and there. And that was a little interesting. <laughs> yes. So that's that's good that things have kind of yeah. come together a bit more. Things yeah. are coming on our second season. Yeah. Quite a few episodes yeah. in, I think yeah. I finally yeah. figured out We're how to do this. together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, I uh, there's other people in my house, as you know, right now. Yes, um, but yes. I, I let them know that we were recording, but that there was very little they could do that could possibly make the quality worse. Um, so not to worry too much. <laughs> <laughs> banging around. But, yeah, right. things are on the up and up, so that's great. Excellent. Excellent. Um, all around. <laughs> yeah, all around good news. Um, well, thank you very much, Mum. Oh, that's all right, Catherine. We've had a good chat. I think we've bit had of a, a laugh. Chat. Yeah, bit of a laugh. Um, little bit of research this week. I did hey. pick on a little bit of, you know, a few numbers here and there. Very Just impressive. so that I didn't sound completely, you know, <laughs> off the planet. And, um, and we're still looking at – we're still – Looking ahead, we're yeah. looking forward. And things still, are bubbling away for Geelong. Things are just bubbling away like right. a good warm <laughs> stew on a cold winter's day. This analogy could go on and on. Great. <laughs> well, that makes me hungry. Maybe it's still time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. All right, cat fans. Till next time, keep catting on. Keep Bye. Catting on. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Football with Susan. Uh, thank you to Susan and to everyone who contributed questions from the crowd. Uh, if you've got a question for Susan, please feel free to let me know. My guess is if you're listening, you've probably got a way to contact me. Uh, so please feel free. Bye.